This is the Church Wigan Reflection for Eastertide. Today is the 26th of May. My name is Ali Rice and I worship as part of the Town Centre Hub. Let's just start by reading Acts 24 together. And after five days, the high priest Ananias came down with some elders and a spokesman, one Tertullus. They laid before the governor their case against Paul. And when he had been summoned, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying, Since through you we enjoy much peace, and since by your foresight, most excellent Felix, reforms are being made for this nation, in every way and everywhere, we accept this with all gratitude. But, to detain you no further, I beg you in your kindness to hear us briefly. For we have found this man a plague, one who stirs up riots among all the Jews throughout the world and is a ringleader of the sects of the Nazarenes. He even tried to profane the temple, but we seized him. By examining him yourself, you will be able to find out from him about everything of which we accuse him. The Jews also joined in the charge, affirming that all these things were so. And when the governor had nodded to him to speak, Paul replied, Knowing that for many years you have been a judge over this nation, I cheerfully make my defence. You can verify that it is not more than twelve days since I went up to worship in Jerusalem, and they did not find me disputing with anyone or stirring up a crowd, either in the temple or in the synagogues or in the city. Neither can they prove to you what they are now bringing up against me. But this I confess to you, that according to the way which they call a sect, I worship the God of our fathers, believing everything laid down by the law and written in the prophets, having a hope in God, which these men themselves accept, that there will be a resurrection of both the just and the unjust. So I always take pains to have a clear conscience towards both God and man. Now, after several years, I came to bring alms to my nation and to present offerings. While I was doing this, they found me purified in the temple, without any crowd or tumult. But some Jews from Asia, they ought to be here before you to make an accusation, should they have anything to say against me. Or else let these men themselves say what wrongdoing they found when I stood before the council. Other than this one thing that I cried out while standing among them. It is with respect to the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you this day. But Felix, having a rather accurate knowledge of the way, put them off, saying, When Lysias the tribune comes down, I will decide your case. Then he gave orders to the centurion that he should be kept in custody, but have some liberty and that none of his friends should be prevented from attending to his needs. After some days, Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, and he sent for Paul and heard him speak about faith in Christ Jesus. And as he reasoned about righteousness and self-control and the coming judgment, Felix was alarmed and said, Go away for the present. When I get an opportunity, I will summon you. At the same time, he hoped that money would be given him by Paul, so he sent for him often and conversed with him. When two years had elapsed, Felix was succeeded by Portius Festus, 
and desiring to do the Jews a favour, Felix left Paul in prison. After yesterday's hot-footing it drama, today's chapter slows the pace as we begin with a five-day wait for Paul's accusers to arrive, lawyered up with Tertullus, their spokesperson. A trio of false accusations are laid at Paul's door, and yet, being of good character, he is able to refute them all cheerfully. Governor Felix, having been governor for the past few years, is familiar with both Jewish culture and the way. He is in no hurry to condemn Paul, nor to end the anger of the Jews. That being so, he imprisons Paul indefinitely, without conviction, but with freedoms which allow Paul's friends to come and go as they please. The amazing thing is that Paul, now imprisoned, continues to fulfil the purpose God has called him to. To be a witness for Jesus to everyone. Governor Felix and his Jewish wife Drusilla often send for Paul to hear him speak. It's likely that these invitations were driven partly by a desire for entertainment and partly in the misplaced hope that Paul would bribe Felix in order to be released. Whatever the motivation for the invitation, Paul takes every opportunity to preach the gospel, speaking of righteousness, self-control and judgment. Felix may have been stared by the stories of Jesus' resurrection from the dead, or by Paul's own dramatic conversion, but it's not enough for him to choose to change, to turn away from sin, to accept God's judgment and salvation. Felix hears of Jesus, the good news is made known to him, but he puts off repentance for another day. In Paul and Felix, we have two completely contrasting responses to the gospel. For Paul, the gospel has urgency. He takes every opportunity with every breath he has to speak out the salvation that comes from Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 2 says, Behold, now is the day of salvation. Paul lives every day with a pressing need to witness the gospel of Christ so that many will hear, be made right with God and come to glorify the name of Jesus. Whereas for Felix, the gospel is something that can wait for another day. Are we, like Paul, compelled to urgently tell others the good news of Jesus, regardless of our circumstances, with resilience, courage and hope? Or are there times when we become more like Felix, willing to put off conversations to save having to deal with the complex reality of talking about sin, judgment and salvation? Let us pray today that the Holy Spirit works in our hearts and fills us with a love for others so deep that we simply cannot put off our gospel message, but instead, like Paul, take every opportunity to tell the good news to others.